0: Let's get it. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the bullpen. Yeah, he's back. We have Mr. Rick Green, founder of PatriotAcademy.com. He's a former Texas state representative, national speaker, author, and actually a pretty damn good radio host. Rick,
1: <laughs> good to have you on, representative, how are you? Hey, Dr. Richie, great to be back with you. Appreciate All right, man.
0: So we're gonna talk about teachers having guns or arming teachers in the school, uh, and also maybe the backdrop of the Supreme Court's ruling as it relates to guns in New York. I don't want to presume what you believe about that topic or those topics. So if you would give us a sentiment and sir, I would then opine.
1: Yeah, I, I think you know. Of course, I certainly agree with the Bruin decision, as you probably might guess. I, I think Clarence Thomas laid it out incredibly well: the the history of the Second Amendment, why it's so important, why individuals need the right to keep and bear arms, why the most important way to resist sudden violence and stop these the carnage of these mass murder events or any other. Uh, violence like that is uh, for proximity, to have someone that is a a good person with a gun to be able to stop that bad person with a gun. And I, and I think that was the whole point of the Bruin case was saying you don't just have a right to have a gun in your home. Uh, Second Amendment guarantees your right to keep and bear arms. You wanna make sure you have that weapon with you when unfortunately the carnage begins and you can stop that carnage just like what happened in Indiana just a few days ago. Thankfully, that uh, young 22 year old had his had his handgun with him. Uh, it obviously was more than what uh, a lot of folks want to limit in magazine capacities, and because of that, he was able to stop the threat in 15 seconds and save maybe 100 lives. I mean, this uh, this lunatic had, uh, you know, the, obviously the will and the desire and the ability to kill a lot of people that day in that mall. Thankfully, an armed citizen was there to stop that threat.
0: Okay, and let me get you on record for what you believe about teachers being armed in schools.
1: Yeah, I don't think we should require it of every teacher, but I think we should absolutely allow for a teacher that's willing to get the training. I'm a big proponent of training as you, as you know, I don't think you just handguns out to everybody and say good luck. Yeah. I think training is vitally important. And so I think a, a teacher or a custodian or a, a principal or any other, uh, someone working in the cafeteria, any adult that's willing to get the training uh, should be able to carry and, and And if that was allowed, you would have more people on campus armed in proximity when something like Uvalde happens inside the classroom. Uh, ready to stop that threat immediately. When you do that, you save lives. When you have a gun free zone, it it means people are gonna lose their lives. That's just the the evidence we've seen. All
0: right, so let me first talk about one of the dynamics you brought up. In reference to a 22 year old who was in lawful carry um, of a firearm, was able to stop uh, an additional murder in my opinion. Okay, I agree with you on that, Uh, but here's the thing, we're talking about policy. Right, yeah. there's always going to be a nuance to policy conversation. For example, uh, you know there are a certain amount of people every year. They die because they wore a seatbelt, okay, because the seatbelt was on them. However, the policy is that the vast majority of individuals who wear a seatbelt will have their lives saved. Yeah. And just because a few people will die unfortunately every year because they had a seatbelt on and it created a complication during the accident. That does not negate the good policy sense of enforcing seatbelt laws because seatbelts do save way more people under that policy. So here's the point I wanna make to you. I would prefer to have a societal construct where we do not have a culture that's gun heavy. The fact that we have so much access to guns and artillery creates a problematic dynamic where individuals like you say, well, the only way to solve it is with more guns. Well, that's the problem in the first case, that's your policy issue. And let me go to the ruling of the United States Supreme Court in the New York case. Clarence Thomas, Thomas writes that this was a dynamic of self defense. He put it in his summary and I was really surprised by this from Justice Thomas. So let me ask you this question before I continue. Do you believe that Bearing arms is a requirement based on a self-defense protocol in America. Do you believe that?
1: Uh, Absolutely, yes. And and I I think our biggest disagreement would be on your premise that it's the presence of guns that causes people to commit crime. It's the heart of man that that causes people to commit crime. It's the depravity of man or mental illness or all of those those factors.
0: Why not allow it to be legal to have grenades then?
1: I think it should be legal to have grenades. I, oh, you I, say okay. And I, I want to have a, a grenade, but that but you, but but, but yes yeah, Wait, wait, you said a minute, wait a minute. You said something the, interesting here. Maybe you got some logic. Yeah, yeah
0: right? it's
1: the nuance of the policy so as you said. You, that's Go
0: ahead. Sorry. You, you believe that it's okay for people to have artillery, that's military grade weapon artillery because artillery doesn't really impact societal uh elements.
1: It's just the heart of man, right? I don't just believe that, that that was the original intent of the Constitution. Well, let's talk about
0: the original intent of the Constitution. Let's, I'm glad you brought me back to that. Yeah. Uh, so Justice Thomas writes that this is basically constitutional uh, and what New York did was unconstitutional because of the need of self defense. That's constitution constitutionally determined. Sir, can you do me one favor? Can you find in the constitution for me, where does it say that bearing arms is for self defense?
1: Uh, right there in the second amendment that the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed and and that's necessary for the security of a free state. So you need a well regulated, militia, necessary. No, 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 no. it the security says for of a,
0: a well regulated militia. So what I'm asking you to do is yep. very simple. Mm-hmm. Can you find in the constitution for me, maybe I'm ignorant of it. Can you show me where it says that your right to bear arms is an illumination of your right of self-defense, individual yes. defense. Can you find
1: that for me in the Constitution? Yes, 100%. Yes, So, sure. as, as you know, Doctor Richie, as yeah. Jefferson said, on any question of construction in terms of the Constitution, trying to figure out what does it say and mean, carry yourself back to the time Jefferson said, to when it was actually put into the Constitution, and listen to the people that put it in the Constitution as they explain what it what it was intended to do and and what it meant. And so. All of the founding fathers, I can show you, I've got a whole book of quotes from the founding fathers saying that that's exactly what the second amendment was about. Resistance to sudden violence, they called it the first law of nature, the right of self defense. And it was something you could not give up to society even if you would, because you wanna protect your family, I wanna protect my family. And having that ability to have that arm was essential. And so that's why they put it in the second amendment the way that they did. That's
0: really interesting because James Madison, who adopted the language from Virginia, by the way, James Madison and other constitutional framers said that they wanted to stop the creation of a national army. Are you not aware of that?
1: Well, that doesn't have anything to do with this individual right to keep and bear arms. Okay. The, the right to keep but, and bear arms the, was the not just The for- constitution
0: never said it was an individual
1: right based on self-defense. My point to you is. No, but it, did not, it, we, it absolutely No, it doesn't say self-defense. That, that's why it says you, you, you have to read the text of the constitution and read the words of the people that put it into the constitution. Wait a minute, so dear brother, you're talking what about part the right the people, now, what now, part of the right of the people, what part of the right of the people confuses you? Okay, Who is are that the, in people? the
0: constitution? Hold on, wait a minute, sir. Are you telling me that you are using what's called secondary documents in order to interpret the primary document of the US constitution? Is that, that what you're saying?
1: I'm, I'm, a, I'm saying that you're using the intent of the people that wrote those words, mm-hmm. you have to know what they meant by that. And the only way to do that is to read their writings, read their debates. What did they say at the time that they adopted the amendment? If it wasn't an individual right to keep of arms, why would they say the right of the people? And then mm-hmm. as you fast forward throughout history, I know I know, sometimes you accuse us, us conservatives well, wait a minute, of being before, so before gun happy. Before you go there, I'm gonna
0: let you make that point, okay. I promise. Okay,
1: all right. Who are the people
0: they're referring to?
1: Every, every citizen in the nation. No, sir, once again, Every citizen in the nation sir, specifically sir, at
0: that time. Once again, you said, sir, on my show just now, mm-hmm. you have to go back to the original intent of the authors based on what they said they meant during that time. That's right. You make a point. You said they say this is for the protection of the people. Who were the people they were referring to? Every, every man that could fire a rifle. Every man no, that sir, could, could grab not, that musket off the mantle and march out men, and defend sir. the community. They meant white men only because it was illegal for women to bear arms. It was illegal for
1: black folks to bear arms. It was illegal, not not everybody else, not a free black in the north. But that's the, now here's where you have to to absolutely look at the whole history, Dr. Richie, why do you think people like me that are conservative Republicans are are so passionate about this right? Because Mm -hmm. if you go back to the 1860s, it was the Republicans fighting the racist Democrats and the KKK in the south and defending against lynchings. That's why the right of the people, to keep and bear arms was so important. If you had a firearm to defend yourself in the South, white or black, if you were a Republican, you could prevent yourself from being lynched. 4,712 lynchings, 25% of them are white, something like So we I, I want you to understand much. this. But I most am people not. People had to have the right to keep and bear arms. Okay, That's why we're brother. so passionate about this, because Republicans have been fighting the racist Democrats for almost, oh, well over a century and a half
0: now. Okay, so now you're gaslighting, but I got plenty of artillery for you, verbally speaking. Those are just facts. Uh, Oh, hold on brother, I'm actually a black person. I don't know if you knew that or not. <laughs> uh, so there wait, is me... no coincidence that virtually 100% of non white supremacists and members of the KKK subscribe to the Republican Party. No, no, 99 Democrat point, party. You're, you're on, exact, a look at minute, the congressional sir. record, sir, the KKK sir, I'm, was I'm going a part of the Democrat you, Party. You I'm know going, this going to ask you to be respectful of my rebuttal to your commentary. Okay, but all do right? you
1: know that history virtually, of the KKK?
0: Sir, of course, I know that history of the KKK and I don't give a damn. Sir, I am a black man in America. I don't give a damn what party affiliation racist ass white people used to have. I don't because all of them, sir, all of them were racist as hell on the spectrum, all of them. And I can make an argument today that all of them are still racist on the spectrum. But my point to you is, it is no coincidence that today, where we're living at right now in America, that virtually 100% of all known white nationalists and members of the KKK are in fact subscribers to the Republican Party and the I, conservative movement. But let me go back to my okay, original wait, 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 point. wait, wait! I gotta respond Sir, to just two quick you things. You will. On that. You'll, you'll respond. I'm okay. trying to get back to the original okay. point. All right. The original point was when the framers of the Constitution referred to "We the People." They were not referring to the diversity of America. They were not referring even to the context of America at that time. They did not include women, they did not include people of color. They did not even include white men who did not own property. In order to participate in democracy during the framing of the constitution and beyond in that short frame of time, you had to be a white male that owned property. So this was not a democracy rooted in some kind of holy doctrine that we have come to adopt as uh, true and legendary today. These individuals created, a document based on their own bias and based on their own prejudice and based on their own beliefs. They were trying to create an empire that they could rule and run and reign over. So when you tell me that this was written in a way to suggest that they meant for all people in America, that's contrary to their own writings. And that's contrary to the interpretation that they used during the era. So sir, tell me where I'm wrong when I say when they wrote "We the people, they did not have me in mind.
1: Well, I, I don't, I don't disagree with you that there were differences in terms of what applied to whom back then. But just you, you don't seem to care about the history on who was what or who did what. If you don't, if you don't care about about who were the racists uh, hundred years ago or even fifty no, years I ago, I don't care what party they to. Who was holding white to. only primaries? It was Democrats, not Republicans. So Sir, if that doesn't matter, you're to, you, on that. Brother, matter to
0: you, then why should it matter to you? Is this whole um, separation because of parties? My point is, I don't care what party they belong to. Okay. If they're racist, they're racist. That's agreed, my point. Uh, agree. I
1: agree. But I have to respond okay. to your spectrum comment because how can you possibly say that white Republicans that were willing to die in the South to expand the rights of the Constitution to all Americans to make sure that we did become a more perfect union? How can you say that they were racist? If they were willing to be lynched yeah. in order, these were whites. Twenty five percent of the me, lynchings to were white. Are you saying those are racist that they no, were willing to die?
0: To allow me to respond. Yeah. Uh, so let's talk about who the individuals were that actually did fight for, let's say the freedom movements of the 60s um, who were on those freedom rides with individuals like uh, Congressman John Lewis or, or those people who beat uh, the late Congressman John Lewis on the Edmund Pettus Bridge.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, it is very clearly defined, not simply in a political construct, but in a social, uh, even Christian movement. That it was Christian evangelicals who stood, white Christian evangelicals who stood against Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. They subscribed to and a conservative some ideology.
1: Say that yeah. again? And some that stood with him too, right? I mean, it, oh, sir, sir, that's, very, why, I, that's very what his letter few. from the Birmingham jail was so good at. He called out the white pastors that were not standing with sir, him. I, I think he was the right. The
0: reason why that was newsworthy is because it was rare. The vast majority of Christian evangelicals subscribed to in a the Republican South. ideology and they stood against freedom movements for black people. But
1: we I'm just talking about the 1860s, of, you're going back to the 1960s. Yeah,
0: well, I'm going back to the reality of of the complexity that yeah. revolves around racism in America. Okay, no, good point, Party, but I was
1: trying to show why the second amendment was important and, and, and important to all I'm Americans. I'm not saying it's not important, I'm it saying it's
0: government. problematic. And the reason why I say it's problematic is because when the second amendment was written. One, it wasn't written for the level of artillery that we have. It was written for the people because they did not have me in mind or women in mind. They didn't even have uh, poor white people in mind. Uh, but it you it's now. it's I mean, What
1: about right now? What's your problem okay, hold on, with the wait second minute. Me, right allow
0: me, now? Allow me to finish. Okay, sorry. And when the second amendment was written, remember the most complex piece of uh, weaponry uh, was basically a single shot. Uh, and hopefully you can reload it quickly. And some of them even had a knife at the end of it, all right? So it was written in that context, okay? So we're trying to take uh, this very antiquated uh, Second Amendment dynamic, apply it to individual standards when it wasn't written for that because they did not have all individuals in mind. They had certain individuals in mind, but they did not have all individuals in mind. And what you wanna do is put it into a modern context without revamping, reshaping, refurbishing whatsoever. It doesn't make sense. Because you have
1: just admitted it was not written for me. But see, here's the here's the difference in our thinking on this. Okay. It, it, it is, is that these, these things were written in the constitution were written based on principles mm, that principles. could then apply to everyone. Right. So it's the same with the right to vote, right? Should okay. we, we just disparage the right to vote because we expanded it to women and minorities that the majority then expanded it to. Women and minorities, no, we say, okay, they did the best they could at that time. But remember, in the whole there's an actual world. this is the situation of the whole world, not just
0: America. It's this is the, the constitution sir. on the whole planet. It's so expanded in the constitution. So let me ask you this question. You aren't just you glad it was
1: expanded to now where you can carry a firearm and defend yourself like well, sir,
0: can, all of us? Sir, this is a simple question.
1: Yeah.
0: We have voting rights expanded through constitutional amendments, okay? We have the right to of mobility expanded through constitutional amendments. You have just admitted on my show that the second amendment was not written for everyone. Where is the expansion of everybody's right to bear arms in the constitution? Great,
1: that is a fantastic question. 14th amendment, the 14th amendment makes sure that your right to keep and bear arms no matter where you live in the United States is guaranteed by the second amendment prior to the 14th amendment. The second amendment only applied to the federal government and states could infringe on your right to keep and bear arms based on race, based on whatever they wanted pretty much. And after the 14th amendment, It made sure that all of us could have that. That, That's exactly what the McDonald case, when Thomas wrote the McDonald case, his concurring opinion in that took me to school, man. I mean, I learned so much in that 50 page opinion about the history of the 14th amendment and applying the second amendment to all Americans everywhere. So that's the answer to your question.
0: You know, That's the equal protection clause, which is really interesting because the 14th amendment section three is the same amendment that says if you have involved yourself in an insurrection against the United States government, you can no longer seek an office of public trust again. So since you are in fact a 14th Amendment advocate, do you agree with the 14th Amendment section three that if you have involved yourself in an insurrection against the United States government, you are no longer allowed to seek public office in the United States of America.
1: Well, of course, as you know, well, that applied specifically to the Confederacy. And no, people sir, that actually it applied to in individuals. No, but sir, even it, was if written
0: they- for, it was written for the Confederates. But once again, right. did you not say based on principle, it applies to yeah. anybody that comes under that directive? So, sir, you're right, again, you're right. Dude, I so know I'm right, that was involved in it. 14th Amendment, section three, you with mm-hmm. me on this one now, right?
1: Uh, as long as we can clarify here, we're talking about someone that's actually involved in an insurrection, perhaps yes. trying to burn federal uh, court buildings in Seattle or in other places across the no, country. That's, or that's, perhaps that's, trying to actually take over the government, which didn't happen on January 6th. Well, they but tried if to. it was to happen, if there was an actual well, they tried to. It, it was insurrection. Called, it was called an
0: insurrection January 6th, they tried to do it. They tried to overthrow who's, who's the democracy. Who's convicted of
1: insurrection? Name one person. Actually, even actually charged. multiple people, multiple even people even been, have been charged. charged. Not one person has even Sir? been charged with an insurrection.
0: Sir they oh. have been charged with seditious conspiracy to overthrow the government which <laughs> is once again statutorily that's an insurrection you don't have an insurrection statute on the federal books so, you so know let, let's talk
1: specifics well. let's talk specifics on insurrection and sedition okay how is Having a and, and I'm not defending the people that broke into the Capitol. Oh I mean, sure, anybody you that are. broke something and walked on broken glass and all those things, they deserve to be prosecuted. They shouldn't. They should have due process. They should not be in solitary confinement for a year. We're treating them worse than we treat Gitmo de- detainees. It's, oh, a, it's, a, it's an atrocity okay. to the country. But if you were rallying, if you were at the at the you know singing hymns and, and saying right. I want Congress to do its job under the 12th Amendment and actually look at these electors. There's nothing sedition about that. Well, that's not what they did. I have 30
0: seconds left, sir, before the end of this show and the beginning of the next one. That is not what they did. They did not go down there and sing Kumbaya. They actually infiltrated the government. They were looking for Mike Pence. They were looking for Nancy Pelosi. They have gone on record and said they were attempting to stop the constitutionally mandated process of certifying the electoral college would would have created a constitutionally yeah. undefined scenario. They have said on record this is what we tried to do. Who is they? They were simply un. They were simply unsuccessful. How uh, many that? of them, sir, from the proud boys to the oath keepers? What are you talking about? Who
1: who they are? Nobody in oath keepers has admitted to what you just said. Are there? Sir, and there's there been zero evidence the oath that keepers
0: who that have said that. their aim was to stop now, the you transfer You had a couple of power.
1: crazy people that might have said oh, those so kind of things that has no people. means to do All that. Right.
0: Always good, brother. I gotta go to the hey, show. Bro. I hope I hope Always you keep good your right show.
1: to bear arms and I hope you do keep and bear arms and we're all able to defend ourselves against mass murderers. That's how you start the carnage. All right, we'll
0: talk about the school teacher thing next time. We didn't get to it. I got a whole <laughs> lot for you there too. Enjoy it, right. Dr.
1: Richie. God bless all right, you, man. man.
0: All right, God bless you, brother.